You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Why Not Mint Money podcast. Today we are going to talk about two remarkable fund houses, Quant Mutual Fund and PPFS Mutual Fund. But why are we talking about them? Recently, they both hit the 50,000 crore mark in assets under management. Apart from the stellar performance, they have little in common, says experts. Who should go for Quant Mutual Fund and who should invest in PPFS Mutual Fund? We'll talk about this and much more in today's episode. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Neera, thanks for coming again and listeners. So this is a very interesting podcast out of the podcast actually. Interesting, I don't know, we'll have to figure out. But the thing we wanted to discuss today is two funds, right? PPFS and Quant Mutual Fund both seem very different but they have grown in a very similar fashion pre covid period they were very small fund houses but recently they announced both of them announced that they have touched 50000 crore so have grown in a similar manner but still very different what's your thoughts here So uh, Sachin the you know I went through uh, the news bit on uh, both of these fund houses crossing 50000 odd crores and the very first uh, song that came to my mind was hum dono hai alag alag hum dono hai juda juda which basically uh, you know highlights how uh, you know two different events you know although so seemingly similar have their own unique and beautiful stories that have uh, that has culminated into the point that they've reached uh, Uh, right now so i feel uh, you know ppfs mutual fund and quant mutual fund have uh, very distinct stories and uh, distinct claims to fame and uh, to you know each one in its own right has uh, you know really you know seen the uh, what could be called a meteoric uh, rise uh, right so uh, you know i feel as we delve further into the conversation uh, you know we could talk about their own unique stories in a whole lot more detail depending on uh, which one do you want to talk about first and how do you want to take it yes and also nirav would you agree on this point so ppfs is a very good value investor and quant uh, prefers to call itself a quant based kind of uh, investing style they follow this investing style but in this style in both the respective style let, let's take the first case right ppfs follows a very similar style to quantum mutual fund and people at some point were comparing quantum and ppfs but quantum never took off like how ppfs did and on the other hand one is relatively a new player so to say and uh, there is this another fund manager called nj which in despite having a huge distribution reach i think they are one of the largest distributor they have not grown as much as you know how one has grown so in in a way can we say that both have, both are from different investing style but you know both of them have done exceedingly well in their own category 
So it is very interesting how you actually uh, you know found uh, peer comparisons within the industry for both of them so i do often hear about how uh, you know ppfs uh, style reminds many of uh, quantum's investing style and how uh, you know quant mutual fund uh, also you know talks about quant led models that nj also talks about right so uh, you know the first uh, half of the question focused on uh, you know why did these two do better than the other two uh, you know although these styles are uh, seemingly comparable i'd say that uh, uh you know point number 1 uh, being similar is not uh, exactly being same uh, right so there is resemblance but uh, there is equal or more uh, points of distinction that has uh, led to these two funds do uh, relatively better than their respective uh, peer uh, uh, comparisons uh, the second thing to understand is uh, growth in aum is a subject matter of a variety of factors uh, all right it is not just performance it is not just inflows it is also uh, somewhere related to uh, you know your distribution capabilities your retention capabilities and uh, you know how do you manage the business uh, overall right so because at the end of the day if we have to fit asset management companies into a conventional uh, industry structure they are closely they closely resemble the manufacturer uh layer right uh, so they are manufacturers they have products of their own but the success of a manufacturer is not just about how good their uh, products quality is but also how well it is able to deploy it into the market how well are they able to penetrate it through the market how well are the products being adopted uh, by the market what is the repeat uh, cycle by the customers who bought it earlier so something very similar also pans out here so i feel aum in itself uh, i feel uh, while cheers and kudos to both mutual funds for cross saying such an important milestone i feel it is a it is an important business milestone but uh, you know i feel that is where uh, the importance and relevance of uh, uh, you know growing aum stops uh, right so you know it's it's a it's a good uh, business milestone it uh, you know it cannot be attributed to one single factor saying that uh, uh, you know its performance was good or its distribution was phenomenal or its marketing strategy was good or the brand value was good or the customer retention i feel it's a culmination of these things and a culmination of these things has led to you know probably ppfs doing better than uh, quantum mutual fund and uh, quant mutual fund doing better than nj uh, in terms of business and assets So, Nira. Uh, also, one more thing. We, you know, talk to a lot of uh, mutual fund managers. You, in the capacity of, you know, doing research and handling operations at Prism, and me, obviously, for, you know, writing articles and all. From your personal experience, different or similar are these two fund houses. So, so when you talk to Sandeep Chandan, who is the CEO of One Mutual Fund, and when you see Rajiv Thakkar talking, so you know, I mean. where do you think they are similar and where do you think they are different right so uh, you know i a few things that are uh, similar at the outset uh, is that both of them are uh, really committed to building uh, value for investors okay they are uh, really committed and uh, they are putting their heart and soul into delivering the best possible performance uh, right so i feel that is similar however uh, the routes that they have taken are uh, very distinct 
uh all right so when we uh, talk to ppfs or uh, you know if one were to take a sense so you know at the outset let me also point out you know it's not as much about uh, the way that they talk but also the way that they act and what really reflects in their portfolio right it's one thing to uh, you know present a philosophy it's another to uh, you know stick to it and it's another to drive results through it uh, right so both of them have uh, you know definitely driven results through their philosophies but uh, you know when we look at uh, ppfs is um they have a a more uh, high conviction invest for longer uh, sort of a style all right uh, they want to take uh, good solid bets uh, you know sizable bets in uh, you know ideas that they have really high conviction in uh, it is almost uh, textbook investing uh, wherein uh, you know one can draw inspiration from the various greats how and especially uh, you know i wouldn't uh, really call it as much as a value investing uh, thing you know because uh, Uh, value investing uh, you know it is also a, as a concept it can be interpreted in different ways but uh, it 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 is clearly directed in that direction at least i want to say the least uh, right so that's how they manage their portfolio if you look at the churn also uh, you know i believe over the past couple of months it has been reasonably on the lower side despite all the volatility in the market right it has been in the range of uh, approximately 30 to 40% uh per se so you know but at the same time let me assure you that low churn by no means is a measure of uh, conviction uh okay and uh, you know low churn could also uh, you know be interpreted in different ways so one interpretation is you have really high conviction in what you're having or two is uh, you're not willing to reassess uh, conviction in changing time so there are different lens uh, with which that can be viewed on the other hand uh, you know as long as we're talking about churn at the very far end of the spectrum we also have quant mutual fund right uh, the churn is relatively high and i'm talking about as high as around uh, something in the range of 200 to 300 odd percent uh, which is uh, basically you know significantly higher not even comparable as much uh, right uh, and again at the same time you know when i say there's a high churn it is a particular style a high churn does not mean that uh, there is less conviction okay uh, it does not mean that uh, there is no conviction in the stocks and you're always changing your ideas at the same time it does not even imply that uh, you're trying to be highly opportunistic and take really short term calls sort of a thing right so i feel the right lens to look at both in distinction is that uh, you know ppfs as a fund house has stuck to taking limited bets high conviction calls and uh, uh you know being very cautious um, uh, before uh, changing allocations and uh, rebalancing portfolios taking a very cautious uh, stance and uh, you know clearly focusing on ensuring there is uh, less uh, risk involved uh, you know as much as possible uh, you know in terms of uh, you know uh, the exposures that's taken at the other end uh, i would say quant mutual fund is uh, very specific about how it wants to uh, you know capture upside and deliver uh, alpha to customers uh, one and as an investor one would get the sense that uh, quant single point mandate is to deliver uh, you know performance risk adjusted superior risk adjusted performance across cycles uh, one gets a sense that it is not uh, batting for uh, relative performance it's not trying to deliver an alpha just above the benchmark uh, it is trying to deliver absolute returns uh, to the customers it is trying to maximize returns and you know they say that they are data led uh, uh, you know 
know fund house and that leads to uh, and that includes a variety of signals including certain signals that could be high frequency or leading in uh, nature which could lead to uh, you know preemptive churns uh, within the portfolio but uh, you know quite often than not uh, it has worked in its favor so a very clear example is you know in these styles is where uh, ppfs for instance just a case in point holds around uh, 27 to 30 odd percent uh, into banking uh, as a sector uh, right as we speak uh, uh, and uh, at the same time quant mutual fund holds uh, somewhere around 77 and 1/2 percent which is significantly lower uh, right uh, just recently you know at fisdom research we had this report on exposure to hdfc bank where an hdfc bank crashed really uh, bad over the past uh, you know 2 3 days it dragged the nifty the bank nifty also along and so we checked uh, the exposure so you know while uh, ppfs had a decent uh, exposure i would say uh, to hdfc bank bank as an amc it is very surprising that uh, you know quant mutual fund completely uh, you know dropped hdfc out of its portfolios you know out of all of its portfolios uh, you know it is not so ppfs majorly uh, as funds mobilizing in one of its fund the majority is concentrated in the flexi cap fund quant mutual fund has a diversified uh, set of funds around uh, 25 26 odd funds uh, you know so but uh, you know which makes it even more surprising despite having so many funds and having such a large index constituent you don't take it in any of it it is a really uh you know high conviction bet to make uh, against uh, such a stock and such a bank so these are very interesting points right first point you mentioned was on the turn right on one side you have ppfs which has the one of the low probably the one of the the lowest turn rate and on the other side you have one mutual fund which probably has the highest turn rate and interestingly you released this report yesterday and it showed that you know <laughs> ppfs has a high concentration in hdfc bank whereas quant mutual fund has very low uh, concentration in hdfc bank so nirav uh, you know when i visited both their office and quite frequently also and one thing i noticed different in their office was how their team was structured right so you must have noticed when you go to the quant office there's a whole row of people sitting and doing the r coding right? so r is a coding software and and 10 or 12 people just to you know uh, clean out the data and whereas ppfs research room is a small room where there is one row and four or five people just sit and keep on reading books and annual report the whole day so you know quite distinct office space also but yeah uh, expanding more on the aum part um which you also mentioned quite a bit on the on the one hand ppfs has a chunk of its aum majority of the of its aum in in one fund that is the ppfs flexi flexi cap fund and their design has been you know to draw funds into this one flagship fund whereas on the other hand one is launching nfos left right center so which one do you think is better you know focusing on one flagship fund and driving inflow there or just you know launching lot of nfos having all possible teams and categories possible and driving inflows that that way obviously that work good for both the player but what would you prefer yeah so uh, you know i feel uh, 
it is for uh, these are very distinct uh, value propositions uh, right so one would get a sense that ppfs major value proposition is that they will have one flagship fund and uh, they will run the flagship fund with the utmost flexibility it's a flexi cap mandate so they will be market cap agnostic uh, they will be uh, sector agnostic you look at the portfolio you get a clear sense it's a bottom up style uh, portfolio uh, right and so you know they want to run a fund uh, that is very flagship in nature and uh, which is all right to be included in anyone's portfolio even as a starting fund or as a as a core portfolio fund or you know something that they can very easily run an sip into you know so this is basically a product for everyone uh, sort of a thing right it is it is a product for the common man uh, the common investor uh, per se Uh, right at the same time of course quant uh, mutual fund also has uh, a flexi cap mandate but at the same time it has introduced various funds and you notice various uh, thematic sectoral funds also uh, right uh, so i believe uh, you know while the former uh, makes it very easy uh, for an investor to select a fund you know once you believe in ppfs philosophy and its uh, you know fund management style you you don't really need to worry about which fund are you picking you know you want to invest in that flagship fund and play the upside in entirety over there however at the same time uh, you know while in quant you can always choose the flexi cap fund this also provides uh, for slightly savvy investors who want to very carefully calibrate their own portfolios or let's say investors who are assisted by portfolio managers or uh, asset allocators per se who uh, you know really want to allocate uh, towards certain themes who want to create distinct core portfolios and satellite portfolios and want to uh, you know be on the right side of the market cycle economic cycle business cycle so this offers the variety of choices to construct a portfolio even uh, through a modular uh, route uh, right you can uh, you can uh, put the blocks together and build uh, any shape that you want and you know if you don't want to do that that's always the flagship flexi cap fund so i feel these two are uh, you know very distinct uh, styles and uh, you know while the former uh, offers the ease of choice the second one offers the flexibility of choice uh, you know so so basically over here you know exactly what you want to go with you know what you're signing up for in quant mutual fund uh, you know you can use uh, these small little products to con- uh, to construct a portfolio that uh, you know you want to finally envision uh, your money going into right so these are two distinct things and one very uh, you know notable thing uh, you know i just want to put this small point across that uh, you know while i'm not uh, implying a direct correlation between the number of funds and uh, uh, you know inflows or aum uh, you know it is also notable to know that uh, wherever the aum stands today right uh, ppfs mutual fund uh, took around uh, 17 to 18 months to double the asset size to what it is today and uh, quant mutual fund took uh, barely 6 to 7 months to double it to where it is today uh, right so it is not just uh, so over here you can notice that uh, you know ppfs is a slow building uh, machinery which which focuses on uh, you know sustainability consistency etc at the same time very distinctly quant mutual fund uh, has been winning hearts at a very fast pace and the performance has been uh, responsible for attracting a lot of uh, such 
attention also in such a short uh, span of time even if you look at the number of folios i believe it's 54 55 or lakh uh, folios uh, right so i feel it is not just performance driven but also number of folio driven so it was a slight uh, uh, you know digression but i thought uh, you know it would help to just put it forth here super in- interesting points that you mentioned nira would you remember how much aum were they managing this before the start of covid just a ballpark figure uh-huh. this to ballpark before the start of covid uh, you know i'll i would say, i mean that's that's a really long time from now i don't think i remember it as much offhand uh, you know at least uh, now because uh, before before covid was a long time and aum is uh, slightly difficult but uh, if i have to just uh, you know think about it roughly i feel uh, ppfs was uh, around uh, the range of less than 10000 odd crores uh, probably at that point in time it's a rough guess okay i i don't have the numbers uh, very handy right now and i believe uh, quant was uh, much much uh, lower uh, you know at that point in time uh, you know probably in the 5 or 1000 odd crores range but you know don't take my word for it uh, you know i think i'll have to get back to the numbers to tell you for sure yes probably that would be the case quant would be much smaller and ppf was also yeah. small maybe managing 1 billion dollar also but both of them have had significant growth near yeah. the last question right Uh, although ppfs and quant are very different they are very different investing style who should go for ppfs and who should go for quant mutual fund and uh, i was hearing morgan housel talking of different podcasts and obviously morgan housel is the og of investment writing and everything he says you know it's very hard and it's very true so one thing he says is people debate between value investing and you know day trading or you know swing trading all the time and he says that because people play on the same field right it's like a cricket ground and you know it's like this my example but it's like saying you know spin bowling is better than you know fast bowling so these are very different style you know but since you're playing on the same pitch people argue that you know if investing is the right way to go or trading is the right way to go but in reality you know people they are playing very different games and uh, apple to apple comparison is not possible but that said if anyone wants to invest their money who should go for quant and who should go for ppfs mutual right so session you uh, pointed it out uh, really well uh, you know it was beautiful how you said that uh, you know when you're playing on the same field uh, you know there are two different styles but both of them are playing very different games and i feel uh, you know here as well they are not quite comparable you know both of them have their own distinct styles and uh, you know i feel uh, we are at a point in life uh, where everyone was acknowledged that uh, you know the world of investing is uh, very complex and simple at the same time so i don't feel it is uh, you know either complex or simple enough to be classified uh, between value style or growth style or uh, you know probably uh, you know investing or trading i feel these are shades of gray 
and uh, not just black and white uh, that's important to understand and every player uh, is one particular shade of gray in here uh, right so uh, you know if we talk about ppfs which is uh, touted to have a value bend you know one must understand that value as a subject itself you know is very uh, subjective okay and uh, one must understand like beauty uh, even value lies in the eyes of the beholder so uh, you know if you see value in it then it's a value bet if you feel it's a uh, if you feel uh, you want to invest for the shorter term and you see some momentum happening in it then it's a momentum bet you know as as uh, simple as that uh, you know it really depends on your perspective so for investors you know getting back to the original question uh, you know what kind of investors should look to invest in either of uh, the fund houses offerings i would say you know like i said a common man deciding to start an sip you know just wants to start with something invest for the longer term does not want to get overwhelmed by choices does not uh, really know much beyond a point about the world of investing and uh, you know is just wants to create good consistent sustainable returns you know if that's the basic requirement i feel ppfs uh, funds are uh, you know fantastic and uh, you know hands down amongst the best choices available uh, for uh, the common investor out there uh, you know for the sip investors i feel fantastic uh, bet here so at the same time when i talk about confunds of course uh, you know even a common investor can also invest in a confund but uh, one must uh, understand that you know it is important to be slightly savvy in terms of uh, you know understanding how investing works and how equity works uh, it is important that one uh, appreciates uh, the style that quant uses because it could be overwhelming or intimidating at times as an investor when you see such higher churns when you uh, when you see your nevs moving uh, so frequently and uh, you know you it could be slightly overwhelming but i feel if you're slightly savvy and uh, you are uh, leaning towards moving up the investment curve and want to learn a whole lot more or if you're savvy enough that you want to craft your own uh, portfolios and maximize your upside if you have that degree of savviness i feel uh, quant mutual funds uh, offerings are uh, you know are a sure shot bet for such investors okay neerav one last question and we can ra- wrap up this podcast all that gain is fine but where are you investing quant mutual fund or ppfs mutual both <laughs> wow <laughs> nice <laughs> nice way to wrap up the podcast and yeah thank you so much neerav for coming to this uh, this podcast and hope to see you again absolutely it has been a pleasure that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic then you can reach out to me on twitter i go by the username at the red session nj or linkedin using my full name that is session ningthao kongjam we would be happy to take your suggestions that's all from our side thanks for tuning in see you in the next episode to stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com